I may be guilty of uh, doing this story a little late because I've been thinking about heat a lot over the last little while. I was in Washington. It was very warm. Uh, the hotel had good air conditioning. But then I went to visit my parents and it was very warm in Montreal and Ottawa and air conditioning there wasn't uh, wasn't as great. And I, I hate to complain because there was some air conditioning. Um, but just trying to sleep in the summer can be a real challenge. And especially when you get these heat waves where the temperature rises a lot, it doesn't cool down as much at night. And you struggle to try and feel comfortable. Um, so how do you sleep when it's warm out? Because I know we'll probably have another bout of heat uh, this summer, perhaps not as hot as it was over the last little while here in British Columbia, but in other parts of the country. Um, so basically, we cool off while we sleep. Um, if it's warm... It's harder to shed that heat, right? So that's why it's tougher. But we do tend to wake up more. We do tend to have more restful, restless sleeps. And I was just wondering, well, how can you defeat that? Or how can you at least set yourself up for a good night's sleep, even though it's warm out, no matter what your situation is like at home? So I thought I'd ask Dr. Mohammed Rishi. He specializes in pulmonary medicine, critical care medicine, and sleep disorders for Indiana University physicians in Indiana, in Indianapolis. And he joins me now. Thanks so much for your time, Dr. Rishi. Oh, thank you for having me. So I, I guess it's, I mean, anecdotally, one would think summer is just a tough time for a lot of people to sleep. What is it about, especially heat, that has such an impact on our ability to put our head down? Sure. So so naturally, um, uh, it's natural to uh, have a drop in your body temperature as you fall asleep by one to two degrees is what most authors have uh, suggested. And so... Um, we do that by losing heat from our body into the environment. Uh, and as you can imagine, it's harder to do when the room temperature or the place where you're sleeping has a higher temperature uh, than what would be the normal one. And so it's harder for our body to cool down uh, as we're trying to fall asleep. Hence, it's harder for us to fall asleep uh, when we try to do that uh, on those long summer nights. What are some of the, I mean, physiologically, I think you've explained it already, but physiologically, that's what's happening. We're trying to shed heat, but you can't because the room temperature could be higher than that, right? Or around that. Yeah. So it's, it can be, you know, our, our normal body temperature is about 37 degrees. And, uh, you know, the room temperature is 37 degrees, you know, it's, it's hard for your body to shed energy into, into the room. What, um, what are some of the ways to combat it? I mean, what can you do? I mean, clearly during the heat wave, people find themselves in different situations, right? Some people have central air conditioning, some people don't, some people have fans, some people have nothing at all. What are some of the ways you can combat it? Yeah, sure. So um, most people uh, don't realize it, but the, the, the place that they're living usually does not have temperature uh, throughout, throughout uh, uh, their residence. So, you know, for example, if you have a basement, tends to be cooler even, even during uh, summer months. Um, and so in the part of the house that's uh, towards the east tends to be a warmer than part of the house that's towards the west. Uh, and so, um, and then there are things that you can do to <clears throat> try and decrease the temperature uh, in the rooms that, uh, that have large windows, for example, having thick blinds, for example, especially during early morning and, and and during the noontime, uh, having having those windows covered will will considerably reduce the temperature, um, which would make it easier for you to then sleep at night uh, when you try and sleep in those rooms. Uh, so choosing a place that's cooler uh, would certainly be a good first step. 
there are other things that you can do as well. Um, so uh, you can uh, uh, take a, a, a cool uh, a bath before going to bed. That will obviously help your body shed some of that heat that, uh, that it needs to to try and induce sleep. Um, and also uh, having a fan, you know, so even for those people who don't have uh, air conditioning, uh, for most places nowadays, it's possible to have a fan uh, and having a fan, uh, you know, with good air circulation in the room will usually reduce the temperature of the room. And so all of those things uh, will hopefully help reduce the temperature. Um, it's very important to stay hydrated uh, because one of the things that happens is that we sweat when, when there is more heat. And that's, again, body's way of, um, uh, to, uh, of reducing temperature. Uh, and so, uh, uh, so, but to sweat effectively, you need to be hydrated. And so that's why it's important to stay hydrated, you know, not only during the day, but you know, throughout, throughout the 24 hours and during the time that you're sleeping. Is that something as simple as drinking water before you go to bed? But it's clearly something that we try not always to do because it also wakes you up, right? Yeah, no, uh, I think it's not necessarily when you go to bed, uh, kind of making a point of staying hydrated throughout the, the 24 hours. Uh, if you're sweating more, you should kind of uh, know that you need to drink more water than you would, for example, uh, in the winter months. One of the big things that, that people always run into, of course, is leaving windows open. It's noisy, right? You, you, you're introducing new sounds into your sleep environment. Uh, when it comes to opening the window versus keeping the window closed on a, on a, on a hot night, what, what do you recommend for a good sleep? Yeah, so I think it really depends on what kind of temperature you are having on the outside. So, so I'm in Indianapolis, and here the nights have been fairly warm and humid, even on the outside, more so sometimes than what it is in, uh, on the inside. And on, in those situations, I would not recommend opening the window. Uh, uh, but, you know, if it's significantly cooler uh, outside than, than, than your residence, then I think opening the window can be helpful. I think more important in my mind is having good air circulation. Uh, so if, as long as you have good air circulation, I think you should be able to drop the temperature of the room, especially with, with, with a fan in the room. How much does it change during these heat waves? Because clearly what we've been seeing all, all across North America, I think you've had the same in, in Indiana, is we've had these sort of unseasonally high summer temperatures. Uh, is there any way earlier than you mentioned some of them, but is there any way to prep for a, for a heat wave knowing that it's going to be remarkably hot compared to usual? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, as I said uh, earlier, uh, you know, kind of um, finding a place in the house, for example, which would be cooler, uh, um, I remember, you know, be, being young, uh, growing up in Pakistan, where it tends to be significantly harder than, for example, here in, uh, in America, where I am, or in Canada, where you are. Um, and, 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 you know, uh, we would all, the whole family would sleep in the basement. Um, so, kind, and, you know, that was, that used to be the default plan, uh, so that in the summer, the family would sleep in the basement. And so, uh, and so, so having that uh, sort of a plan uh, beforehand, um, and, you know, and then kind of investing in a, in a good fan, uh, you know, again, beforehand, I think, uh, would, be, would be helpful. Um, uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, we, we would do sometimes, uh, you know, which often doesn't happen here because kind of this type of summer heat is not that common, um, is to have different type of bed sheets um, in, in the summer. So we'd have really thin cotton sheets. Um, and so, so you know, changing the bed sheets, not having thick bed covers uh, would also help. 
I think one additional thing I would mention here is that uh, if you have little kiddos, uh, making sure, sure that you're not swaddling them, for example, making sure uh, that uh, their sleeping condition also uh, reflects the temperature uh, that, that we're in, I think uh, is important because uh, infants especially have a harder time regulating their body temperature, not only when it's cold, but on the flip side, when it's warm as well. Um, so making sure that they're, they're also in a, in, a, in a reasonable situation when it comes to uh, uh, how, much, how much clothing is on them and what kind of sleeping situation they are in. Yeah, how do you, how do you adapt for for kids? For instance, I mean, it's you mentioned, but just for kids in general, how do you adapt to this heat uh, when you're trying to get them to? What does it change for them? You mentioned it's harder to regulate, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, they're probably gonna be less uh, likely to pay attention to the temperature. So I think again, in, especially in the long afternoons, uh, making sure that they're not spending too much uh, time out in the sun. Um, and then making sure that they stay hydrated. And again, I think uh, at nighttime, making sure uh, that they, their sleeping situation is such that they also have good ventilation in their room, that they're not putting thick covers on. Maybe they, they can take a, that cool bath before going to bed that will help them shed some of that temperature uh, you know, and heat from their body. Um, you know, Some people would suggest putting your feet uh, in cool water for 10 minutes before going to bed because that's, you know, our feet, uh, you know, uh, are wonderful uh, conductors of, so you, you can lose quite a bit of heat from your feet um, if it's put in uh, uh, cool water. And so, so some of those tricks uh, you, you can employ uh, to try and see if, uh, if that helps. What about the flip side of the situation? Because I know a lot of people have very, you know, very effective air conditioning these days, but it feels like you can actually crank it up too high at night. So you actually wake up cold. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Uh, ideally, you know, uh, in the literature, uh, the, the room temperature that's recommended uh, good for sleeping uh, is in, in the mid to high 60s. Uh, certainly, I think um, if the room temperature falls significantly lower than that, uh, then, then yeah, I mean, you can lose to, there is such a thing as losing too much heat. But I think uh, we're usually not um, uh, at risk of uh, doing that because, you know, often people here are still using their, their uh, winter uh, blankets uh, in the summer. Right. So, so you can usually stay warm enough. Uh, but yeah, th that is certainly, a, a, you know, something that uh, should be um, uh, concern. I, I would tell you though that in our uh, in our house, um, you know, our, our air conditioning is not that good. So <laughs> with our heating, uh, our, our, with our our temperatures right now, uh, our heat, our air conditioning is really struggling. It's struggling. So I'm going to keep it just cool. Uh, a last question for you, Dr. Rishi. If you do wake up, which happens, uh, especially because it's been lighter, it's getting, you know, it's obviously getting less light these days in the morning, but with yeah. the heat and the light, uh, if you do wake up, what should you do? If you do, if you feel like you need more sleep, but you're awake, what should you do? You know, I think I uh, traditionally don't recommend uh, naps in the afternoon, uh, but you know, that's one of the things that, that humans have done for millennia is to take a little siesta or, or nap in the afternoon. So if you are lucky enough uh, that you, you can do that, I think it's okay to nap for a, for a short period of time. If you are going to nap, uh, we would recommend not more than 20 minutes. So it should not be a nap that's going to be uh, very long, uh, like a couple of hours, that's certainly not recommended. 
but a, a short nap uh, in the afternoon is probably okay. Uh, the other thing to kind of remember is not to take it close to bedtime. Um, so, so early in the afternoon, uh, you know, you, you could potentially take a small bed, a sh- short cat nap and that would help. Any, any uh, last question, any, any suggestions for those who wake up sort of, you know, four o'clock in the morning, hot, uh, overheating, um, you know, know they need some more sleep. What can you do to cool yourself down quickly? You mentioned, I guess, some of the same stuff you do before you went to bed, right? Is it good to yeah, get up I mean, and walk around or? You can, you can take a, a, a quick shower, uh, see if that helps. Uh, you know, the other thing that people have done in the past, believe it or not, is, you know, for example, putting some peas in the, in the, um, 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 in the freezer, the, in the freezer, and then right. putting those in your uh, in your pillow. Um, oh, wow. Okay. You know, or putting some uh, some ice uh, in front of the fan and let the fan blow on top of the ice and then get the air to you. Uh, some of those things will drop the temperature of the air. Um, and so, uh, so, so you could try some of those uh, some of those things. But again, I think one thing I would say is that you know. Um, uh, it's it's important to remember in the end that uh, that you know having not good night's sleep uh, for for a couple of nights uh, is it, probably not going to affect your uh, functioning uh, you know during during the daytime and so uh, so obviously take the measures to stay cool uh, stay hydrated and then let go uh, you know uh, hopefully the temperature will eventually come down uh, and uh, hopefully we'll all be okay. Dr. Rishi, thank you so much for your time tonight. Well, thanks a lot for having me.